to some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters. I'm Shaw. I'm Ollie. And we are Creeping It in the Family, a podcast where we dish details about all things horror. Episode 30. You've done it now. You're on track. I feel like I'm on track for the You're ready. I'm going to have to cross some stuff out in your book and start no, rearranging. it's staying there now. Hush. Hush. Netflix original. <laughs> I'm still Hush, gush, push, all that shit. Hush, push and gush. The trilogy. Netflix original. It was our I, first Netflix original as it well. It was. I really like it. I f- it's... It's a strange watch to watch more than once, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would agree. Once the... Uh, because essentially it's about a woman who's isolated in, in a cabin in the woods. Yeah, and is um, deaf. And is deaf, which... And and the fact that she's deaf... Uh, basically, a, a man is chasing around, playing mm-hmm. games with her wanting yeah, to kill her. Yeah, her. Yeah. And because she's deaf, it brings a... It, it completely changes the, like, the rules that you thought were... Do you know what I mean? Like, she's at yeah. such a disadvantage... And then when you after you've watched it once, this is this is only the second time I've watched it, um, and I still enjoyed it, but I don't I don't think you was too keen, was you? No, I I liked it the first time I watched it. I remember liking it, but the second time around, I was just I was a bit bored, and I think it's because I knew what was going on. I wasn't on edge because I knew it's not a jump scare film. It's not building tension. It's sort of like there's the no psychological tension. thriller yeah. because it, it constantly flickers between. Uh, an audience perspective and then her perspective so when it's yeah. her perspective there's no audio at all or it's like a really high ringing noise and there's no tension like there's no tension at the beginning and then there's loads of tension and it just doesn't go down there's no it, it's all at one level once, I, I once like it's hit that, that point see I don't I like that it doesn't I don't think at any point in the film it's kind of like a damsel in distress kind of thing she's she's constantly thinking of ways to fight back and how she can get the upper hand oh yeah I don't I, I like the protagonist in it. I think she's really good, but I just didn't. I, I get what you're saying. There's no, but because because this films, it's it's almost like a one take film. It's always there's no breaks like in other horrors like Scream, Halloween. There's like a moment of intensity, like a kill or a chasing, and then it goes mm. to a sheriff's office where they're chatting about stuff, and then you kind of like, oh, you, you can breathe out again. Yeah. And Whereas just... in this, it's it's constant. I, I get what you're saying. There's so many unanswered questions as well. Why is she isolating in the woods? Is it because she's writing a book what's a book about what's she doing there what why is a sister do you really think they're important to the film though no they're not i think this film stripped back to the bare bones of someone's what someone wants to kill this woman who's by herself yeah but i sit there and think about this in film so well she was being chased around for about the millionth time i was sitting there like "Hmm, what's this backstory about i kind of like the fact that you don't really know much about her i think it's i think you know enough to because she is a good character, like she's not someone you think, oh for fuck's sake, why are you running that way? Oh, or yeah. why run that? And I think I think there's enough there for you to, to, to get like, an idea about her. Why like she kept ringing her boyfriend and messaging her boyfriend or her, or her ex boyfriend and he never played a part in the film and I was just like, Oh, what the fuck's the point? I think I think the boyfriend thing was maybe it was I think that's insinuating that the reason she's out there is because of a breakup with a, with an ex boyfriend or something. Mm. Because she, you can see her hesitant to call him, and she she calls and declines really quick, quick while calls and hangs up really quick. 
but I, I know I know what you mean. It's there, I like there isn't too story. much story in there. Whereas I like the raw, like someone's coming after, yeah. like it just chase you being chased. Essentially, that's what I like. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. It's uh, it was a good for it was a good watch for the first time, and yeah. then after that, I, I I wouldn't watch this again. Yeah, I, I'd watch it again, but not anytime soon. I couldn't rewatch it. Like if somebody specifically said to me in the next few months, "Oh, Charlotte, do you want to watch Hush?" I'd be like, "No." It's shit, but that's only because I've watched it more than once. So you think it's shit? Is I think I do think it's shit, and I've watched it more than once. Fair enough. First time, and I can't get over this enough. I really liked it because I, it's, I feel like it's a film you only are meant to see once. I don't know. It's a weird one. I get, I get what you're saying. I won't say it's, it's shit, not shit, but then I but think, for, I think, um, that on Elm Street is quite shit, and that's yeah. a massively unpopular opinion. Okay, it's so each of their own, isn't it? I suppose. Let's run through the film then, and. What what happens basically? So it starts with her cooking. I really like that it was a heavy focus on audio at the very beginning. So you like all the small. It was like ASMR. Yeah, I get what you say. It was really loud all the volume, but then it was snatched away. I think that's the idea, wasn't it? It was to try and it was it was hinting before you even knew that like she's deaf. Yeah, and it was you, it was obviously from Maddie's perspective at that point, and it makes the audience feel vulnerable. Yeah, and I liked that because your senses, are, if you've got a sense that's suddenly taken away, a lot of us, thankfully, don't know what that's like. Yeah, but it's quite a scary thought that you're suddenly vulnerable to what's going on. Mm. Now you mentioned earlier, and I was just thinking about this as we were talking. She's at a massive disadvantage. I don't think so. I think he's at a disadvantage because. No. No, you think you can be quiet. It's not difficult to be quiet, but you cannot. If you put a foot on a floorboard that you don't know is there and that person feels the dip of the floorboard as somebody's near it. I know, but I think that's the, the, the chances of you feeling a dip on the floorboard. Like I know that the senses will be heightened, but I think for her... She, that, like maybe if he stood within a foot of it, she'd feel it. But by that point, he's too close anyway. Like say if say if I'm stood in here looking out the window, and obviously the audio listeners are like, I don't know what I'm talking about, and you come in your door, I'm not going to feel your you come in that door from here. I think I, I think that what one of the things I love the most about this film is the ending because for the whole film, it's she's she's the uh, prey and he's the predator. Is after her, and it isn't till. It, it's it, even though they don't really play on it too much, but she sets that alarm off that she's got that's so loud, and that makes him not be able to hear. So it's now a level playing field, mm. and I don't know if that's like something they intended to not put right on the surface. So everyone's like, "Oh, now he's deaf." But when I looked at it, I thought that's clever because now now they're on a level playing field. He can't hear and she can't hear, and that's when she ended up killing him. See, I don't. I think to a lot of an extent, I don't want to say she's at an advantage, but I think her, I think her lack of hearing heightens her other senses. So she uses her eyes more. She uses the way, she, like the touch more. She uses the vibrations more. I think the way that she knows the house layout and he doesn't is to her advantage. But again, but again, yeah, she's got the advantage of the the house layout. But it's so isolated. He, he barely goes into the house, and yet we're looking at this in an aspect of she wants to kill him back. It's, that's not what it was. She wanted to get away at first, didn't she? Yeah. So being deaf and trying to get away quietly, you're at a huge disadvantage. You you don't know how loud you are being like walking on the floor or standing on bushes or anything. And when she's when she's like laid under the porch, no, at no point would she would she have she saw the footsteps through the light, didn't she? She looked and saw his foot bootsteps, I think. But say if she didn't see that, she she couldn't hear that he was on there or anything. So I 
I get I get what you're saying. She she's more accustomed to not being able to hear, and because of that, she'll pick up on things that other people might not be able to pick up on. But I don't think those heightened senses are better than having your hearing. I oh yeah, hearing I'm not on. saying so that. So I'd I'd say she was at a disadvantage. I'd say she was well suited to her it's not like she only became deaf last week and she wasn't really used to, you could tell she was um and a lip reading as well she was very good at lip reading for example so she's used to a scent she's used to what she's got and she, i'd imagine she'd be quite efficient with her but i still think being able to hear puts, puts I, you at a I, big advantage yeah i disagree i don't think she's at a, a massive disadvantage maybe slightly but no i wouldn't say she's at a massive disadvantage no, we'll, i think we'll there's to, a lot we'll of to disagree. i think there's a lot of things that we don't know about like how deaf people work and I do think it's beneficial for her in a lot of circumstances in the film. But so we'll, it, so we'll if, get to that. So if you was to, if I was to say to you, right, you're gonna you're gonna be put in a cabin in the woods. Um, would I'll give you the choice to be deaf or not deaf? But not deaf as in you're deaf that day, like you've been deaf all your life and your senses are heightened. Would you pick being deaf or would you pick to keep your hearing? I don't understand what you mean. So if I so this is obviously a very hypothetical question, but I said to you, right, you're gonna be put in a cabin in the middle of the woods. Um, you can either keep your hearing or lose it, but you can either keep your hearing for this attack and try and get your way out of it, or I can, we can, like, let's just pretend that you've lost your you lost your hearing ten years ago, so you're all adapted and stuff. Which which one would you rather be? I'd rather so would you rather be yourself, or you'd you'd rather lose your hearing? No, obviously I'd rather have my hearing. Like I'm pretty sure she would rather have a hearing in life, but I'm and I'm not saying that it's better for her that she's deaf, but what I am saying is that she's not completely like at a disadvantage from not being able to hear. She can still use the senses she has and she will have sharper senses than him in a lot of circumstances because she'll, she'll have replaced the hearing. I'm not saying she'll have completely replaced it, but she will have replaced it by her other senses being heightened. Yeah, but I'm, the, the, the way I look at it is I'd rather, I'd rather, like, those heightened senses still won't make up for the fact. Oh, yeah, I'd rather like, obviously have my hearing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. I know, I, I know what you're saying, but I'd... I'd I feel like she's at a massive disadvantage not being able to hear. Mm. I feel like he's got the upper hand throughout the whole film, except for the point when she turns that alarm on and then it's back to neither of them can hear. Mm. Yeah, we'll have to agree to disagree. Anyway, so the house is very isolated. We've noticed that. The neighbour comes over to compliment her new book. We learn that she lost her hearing at 13, so and it says that she has a voice in her head and it's the sound of a mum's voice and that's sort of like her thought process. Yeah, which confused me a little bit because later on in that film that that later on in the film the voice becomes like a a person like yeah. it's like a conscience but it's her yeah it's not a mum talking i, I know but i thought that have made it her mum do you know what i mean but maybe it would have been a bit pointless but i just thought it's just the voice she'll have heard all her life like more than her own and the one that <sighs> i just thought remember. it was a bit strange oh to, no to, i understand the person that. her i understand that i get I get where that came from. It's not her mum that's the... Th it's just because... I, I know what you're saying. She's not hearing her mum. Like, you know, you've all got these voices inside. Yeah. That's, hers is the sound of her mum. Yeah. So when it... I, I feel like maybe they didn't need to make her... Make, like, the the, the conscience visual. I, mean, I, didn't, I don't think they need to, needed to do that. Because, oh, see, I quite liked it. And I thought... I, I just thought it was a bit stupid considering it's not her voice. But we don't know that because we've never heard her speak. Yeah. No, I liked it. And I like the fact that it links in with what happens later on. Like, she mentions that... She goes through, like the voice in her head goes through several different endings. Yeah. And l later on in the end, she, like I know, but that's that's nothing to do with the visual herself. representation of her being outside her own body and talking to herself. That's what it was, wasn't it? Yeah, but she's seeing herself as sort of a character. She's thinking about it in a book perspective at that point. Yeah, I just I just don't think I, either. I don't think they need to say it was a mum's voice, or they could have just not put that, not put the 
the visual representation out there because I just I just it wasn't confusing, but I thought it was a bit of a continuity error. Just like I, I thought it was supposed to be a mum's voice. I get where you're coming from, but it's just seems like a bit of a grey area. I think it's just mainly because, as I say, I think I can't say anything because I'm not deaf and I'm not, and hopefully I'll never lose the ability to speak or and or lose my hearing completely, and so I, I can't really comment. But I presume. We don't hear our voices more than we hear other people's. I presume we... So it, the person who I'm closest to, and I don't even really know who that is, like, I feel like if I, the person I heard the most is the person that would be my voice of consciousness. And she was only 13 when she lost her hearing. So I would presume that if a mum was around that much, that would be the voice she heard. I get, I get the point. I, I get what you're saying, but I just don't think... Like, they mentioned this mum character. Like, how you look at the boyfriend character is how I look at the mum character. She had nothing to do with the story, like Zilch, so I don't know why they threw that in there. I was kind of expecting her to have something to do with it. Oh, right, okay. Like a mother giving her words of advice or guidance, but they didn't They didn't really do it with it. Oh, that's I didn't I was, really, that's I I didn't really think about that. I didn't really... Yeah, I suppose you're right. It's sort of the same as the boyfriend sort of thing there's a fire alarm that goes off it absolutely shits the life out of the neighbor because it's so loud but it's because she needs to feel the vibrations yeah. of the alarm and that's why it's so loud in the first place and that saves a life later on yeah. in the film i really like the neighbor she's super <laughs> considerate and i felt really bad for her. i think it's i think she's called sarah yeah it is sarah and yeah i felt really bad for her because she was so considerate. She like Maddie said to her repeatedly. She was like, you know, I can read lips, I can read mouths, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but she's like, no, I wanted to take classes, and it, it's just the idea of being a little bit considerate. It's like yeah. it's learning a different language, isn't yeah, it's, it? Yeah, it's respectful, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, like, I liked that, and I was really sad to find that she died so early on as well. It was a fucking good. It was brutal. It was perfect. It was sad. brutal. So she gets a message from Craig. We don't know who Craig is, but she deletes it. We presume it's the boyfriend. Yeah. And, we, you know, we're, tr- we're trying to link all these dots that don't really link up at all because they have no relevance to the story later on. She starts emptying the dishes later on after having massive writer's block. And then we see Sarah run into the door injured. Yeah. I don't think she... she She's not on her last legs yet, but she's no, not no, doing she's well. No, no, she's panicking. She's screaming, but Maddie doesn't see, see her because she can't hear her. And she gets an arrow to the back whilst being stabbed. And when we say stabbed, she's absolutely gutted. It's such. This is like the first part in the film. The first, the first um, real look into like how different this this slasher film is going to be mm. because. It, the, all the cliche bits are there. There's someone banging, screaming for help. And rather than no one being there or no one answering the door, she's there. Like, it's a, it's a plain glass, uh, wind, like, patio door, so she can see everything. The killer can see... what What's the main character's name? Maddie. The character can see Maddie cooking, and I think he's kind of testing his look like, yeah. really giving it some, because expecting Maddie to turn around. But a question that is left unanswered throughout this whole film is, is this a planned attack? Do you think it is? No. But, but he says to her, when she sat like with a torch shining at the door, he says he calls her Maddie and he says, You didn't think I'd find you here, like or, or something about being in the woods. He says, Why didn't you why don't you come back with me? Or, or something like that. But because I remember watching it and thinking, I've got it in my notes, like, does he know who she is? There's that one line that made that, that, that I thought, he knows who she is. He's, he says something to her. See, I don't think he does know her because, A, he asks her if she can read lips and it's something that, 
you would sort of know. And B, when she says boyfriend coming home, he then questions John, who's Sarah's boyfriend slash husband, later on and says, oh, does she have a boyfriend? But if he's, if she's been out there isolating for a while, it, it, you don't know. I want, I'm going to watch a clip back after and find out because I'm, I'm sure he says something like, he calls her by a name and mentions the fact that she's ran off to the middle of the woods, which makes oh, me no, think... Oh, no, 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 no. He was... No, I know which bit you mean, and I will I will answer it now. So he doesn't know. He's tapping. He taps the knife on the window. Sarah is like fully dead at this point, and she does. She doesn't have any clue. Maddie goes back to writing, and the killer wo- uh, walks through the slider doors and is tapping the knife, and uh, she still can't hear him. The FaceTime pops up, and it's a sister, Max, and they're having a chat, and she talks to her and says about her isolating in the woods and stuff like that the killer can hear what max is saying so you think that's what it is yeah the killer knows like the killer just repeats what max is saying to maddie right there's nothing extra in there i know what you meant i know what you meant uh i love that she calls a cat bitch as well may i add (laughs) i just feel like that's hilarious it's the fact it's on its name tag and everything what do you rate the mask out of 10 that he wears i'd give it a solid seven i think it's got an eerie feel to it. it but i like plainness I like where there's not a lot I don't, going on. I don't like masks. Like, even ghost face masks doesn't... I don't like that it takes it off. That kills it for me, in a way. I, I was waiting for this. I was like, I won't, I, I was waiting until the big reveal before I was going to ask about the thing, it. Right, well, I'll, I'll wait till we get on to it, because okay. I'll end up skipping ahead, if not. So, the killer is out of sight, but Max sees something very briefly, and she's like, I thought I, thought I saw something move behind yeah. you, because the killer was in focus for a moment, and she thinks it's bitch the cat and she ends up hanging up and gets back to writing and then she receives a picture of herself from her own phone that's that, that's a very very good that's very cleverly done yeah she's sat there watching these get well receiving these messages is she on a she's on a macbook isn't she yeah and the and that means are coming your through. messages isn't it comes through so the, the so the killer's got her phone and he's sending is sending herself pictures which are obviously popping up on a macbook and that that's like that's really eerie because that's quite modern. Like that easily yeah. could happen, and it's it's done in a really eerie way. The thought made me laugh. Of if can you imagine if he forgot to put the flash on? How much that had ruined everything. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so she sees the killer outside. Quickly runs to the door. She manages to get it closed in time, and we watch him load up the arrow gun. Nice weapon of choice. It's not our typical knife. Crossbow. Yeah, the arrow gun. <laughs> Why don't you fuck off? <laughs> the arrow gun. Cross, Does it not? It is it a gun? It's a crossbow. Yeah, but is it a gun? Does it fire? Does it fire arrows? It is an also yeah, but an so arrow does gun. a bow and I that's not a gun. It's a fucking crossbow, all right. I just arrow called gun. it an arrow gun. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's not a knife. It's not a gun, apparently. It's it's a nice weapon of choice. You don't see it very often. I think it's more to injure than to kill. Yeah. It's to it's like like it well, you see him got a clear shot off on what was her name, the neighbour? Sarah. Sarah. You see him got a clear shot off Sarah and that it's not enough to kill you. No. So it's more just to wound people, I imagine. And he turns off the power as well, and so she can't get contact on the phone. Uh so it, she hadn't even got a phone actually at that point. I forgot about that. He took a phone. Yeah, he took a phone. And she's she's pretty much stuffed at this point. My question is... No, it's not actually. That's a lie. That is not my question. I'm cutting that out. She can't contact anybody. I was thinking, why does she not use a f- laptop to FaceTime? She tries like, to, There's no Wi-Fi. She, yeah, there's no Wi-Fi. And then, then what does she do at one point? 
like I think she she gets a phone and is able to call nine one one or something, but she obviously can't speak and tell mm. tell like tell them what's happening. Yeah, because I think she tried FaceTiming nine one one first, didn't mm. she? And then the Wi Fi cut off that, and I thought, why is she FaceTime? But then I thought, well, obviously she can't speak down the phone, so yeah, she she's needs, gonna have to do something. Yeah. I wonder if that's actually possible. Like, can you you can't FaceTime nine nine nine? But Shall how, we try? How no, does a, no? How does a deaf person like ring nine nine nine? This just shows how uneducated people are about it. Because, mm. it, but I'm. I'm I, Do they? Maybe they have like text to speak. Possibly. So they can. Yeah, I'd imagine you can text. Voice recognition. Yeah. And do it like that, maybe. I don't know. I feel like I should have researched this before I. It's not. Conversed about it. It's not that big of a deal. Well, it's to a deaf person. Oh yeah, to a deaf person. Yeah, but... <laughs> so the knife against the glass makes me want to vomit. The fact that he's like scrape. That, yeah. that noise he only does it the once but it makes me want to punch him in the face and she's deaf so it shouldn't bother her and it's the idea that he's taking away every bit of contact so he slashes the car tyres he, he removes everything like there's no chance she can get away at that can point can I just also say before before it all kicked off she let a cat go out in the woods Actually, that's quite a dangerous place to let your cat go venturing off there's a lot of predators there that would probably mm, kill your cat. take a pick at it yeah I, I just thought cat's that called bitch out. though mm. was clearly Clearly didn't ready. like a very quick cat either. So no, cat was just... Cats are cats. Uh, I like the fact that she writes... She's clever. She writes a message to the killer on the window and it's something like, didn't see face, won't tell, boyfriend coming home. See, now this is where the mask... The unmasking is also very needed, but also very... Like, I don't like it when a mask gets taken off because it takes away quite it a lot of faith in me. Because then I just look at him as, oh, it's just your average person or just another human. Mm. But... The, the fact that he, and I think the scene's so, it's such a good scene. And the way he takes off his mask and then he's like, now you've seen my face. And that shows his sin. That that will just show to Maddie that he's here to kill me. Yeah. Because otherwise he could have, even if he didn't, if he still wanted to kill me, it, he'd still maybe keep his mask on on the off chance that I'd get away. But the fact that he's taking he, his mask off shows, yeah, the confidence too. that I'm here to kill you. Yeah, it's a sport for him. Yeah. It's, we never work out why he's doing it. We never know who he is. And you like that because you like random acts of violence, but I don't. Yeah. I like a motive. So this is maybe why I didn't like the film again. She locks and loads. So she grabs a knife. It's the first thing she does. And a hammer. Yeah, she, Thank she, you. I, I like the way she planned. Like, even though she's panicking throughout this whole film, like I think a normal person in a situation would, would be absolutely shitting themselves, let alone someone who's deaf. Like, imagine how paranoid you'd be not knowing that someone... Like, if someone's running around your house trying to find you, you'd hear it. But if imagine the paranoia you must feel and all the lights are off. It, mm. you, you either, it's sort of taking away a sight as yeah, well. You, to you an either extent. sit there and accept death or, or you try and suck it up and fight, fight for something, which is what she does. Yeah. I'm going to retract my statement I made earlier on. I don't. I do think she's at a disadvantage, but I also think he's at a disadvantage. I think I he think, over. I think he yeah. overestimates how. She, I think his lack of like um appreciation for what you what your other senses can do when you become deaf yeah. is his downfall he yeah. does he thinks she's deaf this is an easy fucking kill like she'll never see me coming yeah i would like to retract my, my statement from earlier on however i do think he's at just as big as a disadvantage towards his, the end his naiveness is his disadvantage yeah. his arrogance yeah exactly. the idea that he pick he's easy he thinks she's easy picking yeah she's not yeah it, it it's just a very big game of cat and mouse, essentially, the yeah, whole thing, isn't it? It, it, it? All of these sort of blur into one. The you've, notes you've got, I've made are just... Yeah, you've got to bear in mind that it's there's not a lot of dialogue in this film, obviously, because she's deaf. And essentially, it's just that there's just little bits and bobs in oh the film. Oh, my God, I've just remembered. What? When, 
the way you said deaf. When oh, you were yeah, like, I've been it spelling it wrong the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the way you said it that reminded me. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Back to it, what were you saying? I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I'm sorry, I ruined it for you. That's my fault. Um, yeah, there's there's not really that much dialogue in the film, so it's it's hard to... I've got info on that. You can only talk, you can only speak about what you see. Yeah. Um, I did like, well, actually I didn't like, but I did like the guy using Sarah to knock on the door, a dead body. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, the window. What, was it the window or the Yeah, door? he knocks on the... It's some. It's like a, it's either a long window or yeah, a cross he's, door. He's got he's, he's got um he's got Sarah held up and he's using her hand to bang on the window. But then this is where it's Maddie gets a hammer in his wrist, doesn't he? Yeah, Something. but she dropped a weapon first. She, she dropped, dropped the knife and swung with the hammer, which I you know, think you go for the knife first. Yeah, or just keep both of them in your hand, like unnecessary. But yeah, she, he gets a hammer through the wrist, which oh. she rips out, which is he's hard. It was dark, but you could still see bits and bobs. It was it was pretty gross to be fair. Uh, she ends up setting a car alarm off to try and distract him and then checks a friend's dead body because a phone, the friend's phone is in a back pocket. Oh, yeah. And so... Again, that's like, good thinking from Maddie. Like, she's she's switched on. She, she tries... She goes from, like, plan eight. She has plenty of plans, don't she, considering the circumstances? Yeah. Like, the first was the car. She... I th- no, I think the first one was trying to get a friend's phone out of pocket, which he stops her doing. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, does he, he? She sets off the car alarm to get his attention over, and then she tries to escape, yeah. doesn't she? Well, do you think you, in that situation would you fight or? I, I, I always think I'd just try and find a good hiding spot and hide it out. You, you can survive for at least two, three days. Yeah, I mean, I, he wasn't looking anywhere near under that porch. I'd have, Even just like, like under a big pile of leaves, and it was just such a shit thing for her to do. Gasp at that moment in time, like. Where was that necessary for him? Yeah. Like, he didn't even I did, do anything. I, I was that. like, ugh. Because the porch was a good place to hide. Yeah. I think, as it, I, I don't know, it'd be one of them ones where you'd think, you'd, you'd, you'd essentially be gambling because would daylight either make him think, shit, I need to leave now, or would he think, right, now I'll find her because it's, it's light? Because mm. it'd be different if it was a regular house on a regular street, but because it's so isolated and he knows he's already killed one of the neighbours at this point. Yeah. Well, there's only one neighbours, but there were a couple. So, yeah. And he's killed Sarah. He's killed Sarah out of both of us. So I think I'd take my chances and just think, right, I'll I'll hide it out. I'll I'll hide somewhere and hope that he just leaves eventually. See, the best thing to do in this situation would have been to stay in the attic. Do you think? I reckon. Attic is the best place. Because it was a lift one, wasn't it? It was a yeah. push-up. It wasn't through a door. There was a window up there, though, wasn't there? There was a window up there. Mm. Yeah, that's the point actually. If there hadn't, if there'd been a window up there, but no way to get up there, then yeah, that would have been a great yeah. idea because you could just put something heavy on top of the door, and you know you've got a lot of space then to manoeuvre. You can stay where you are. He's not going to be able to get through the door. Yeah, I think it would have just been the best place to be. I think I'd try high, like run into the woods, but so I could still see the house, so I could see if he left. The problem is, I'd be very well aware of the fact that he's quite good with that arrow gun. Crossbow. Yeah, he is. He's got a good shot with it. Yeah, and so and it's like she says it's a long distance weapon, so it's the idea that he knows how to use it. He's good at it. Yeah. Again, I think if if you're not deaf, you'd be able to tell roughly where you'd hear the leaves and stuff. But when she set that car alarm off, there was no guarantee that that guy was going to go see it. He might have thought, "Fuck it, I know the tires are flat. She's not going to get anywhere near it. Mm. She's not going to get away from it, like away from me in the car." So again, it's, oh God, I, I just couldn't imagine being in that situation and being deaf. I think being deaf would be worse than being blind. Because being blind, like, you're going to, you're not going to see it coming. It's going to yeah. be like, right, it's, it, it's going to happen, but I don't know when. Whereas being deaf, 
it's like you you have the chance to stop it, mm. but you've you've just got to you've got to manipulate things to work in your advantage. So he gets in the house after getting the friend's keys, and she hides under the deck. In I did really like this bit, but it's when she accidentally gasps. She makes a run for it. It's a horror movie cliche, one of them ones, isn't it? Yeah. And, and this film's got so few in it. I just wish that I hadn't been one of them. Mm. I mean, I'm pretty sure they could have found a more ingenious way to get her out of that. Yeah. Under that decking. Even if it was like it was a good him chance. seeing her yeah. or like a shadow being blocked. They could have they could have done something. Like even her just moving around and putting a hand on a twig because she'd have never have known that was going to make a noise. Yeah. And he would hear it. So they could have played on the idea that she's deaf like... She's got a disadvantage, she's deaf, like, she broke a twig without knowing. They, like, I get what you're saying. Or it? whack the boyfriend under the deck in dead. Yeah. Like, well, and the, she sees him and then gasps. No, it wasn't even in... No, he's never in it. Yeah. But, you know, just bring the boyfriend in dead. Was there any point in... Is the next scene when the boyfriend comes home? Or does she get back... No, she she climbs on the roof, doesn't she? Yeah, the boyfriend never comes home. Not her boyfriend. Oh, Sarah's, Sarah's boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah. yeah, oh no, we've got a bit to go before Sarah's right. boyfriend comes in. Because if, if that was the case, she'd have been hiding there under a long time. That would have cut a bit of the film out, wouldn't it? Mm. Mm. Yeah, fair play. She makes it back just in time. He doesn't manage to shoot her with the arrow at that point. It's later on he does. So then she's on the roof and gets an arrow to the thigh. Yeah. She manages to get hold of the bow when he climbs up because he assumes he's hit him more lethally than he has yeah she she plays it well she plays smart and then he comes up he she gives him a kick and takes a bow yeah but unfortunately it's it's uh it's got too much tension on it um, and she can't pull it she, back. she physically can't cock the bow herself yeah um she's trying to clean her injury up though she's very well aware that yeah. it's done damage <laughs> I mean, unless it's hit an artery, it probably hit an artery for it to if be it, pissing blood that yeah, much. Yeah, if it hit an artery, she'd she'd have been because you'd have been fucked. You'd, you'd die if it hit an artery. I think. Yeah, with but how long? She... So what what was going on with it then? I don't know. It might. I think maybe it was just a deep wound, but she plugged it, didn't she? Did she put? Yeah, she cleaned it and then so that sorted it out. So that would have slowed down the bleeding, but because that that was quite an. Imp- well, there's me saying I just had in the woods at this like at this point you wouldn't because you've been. And then she even realises if she's been shot and she's losing blood and you don't have time to... She's not going to gonna be able to Yeah, you it. can't just wait it out because you, you're losing blood. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's just an odd one. Like, I'm not saying that it's not life-threatening because and it's not going to hurt because it clearly is. But at the same time, is it as life-threatening as she thought it was gonna? It was supposed to be? Unless so. it, it nicked it, an artery. At the end, is she not getting dazed and stuff, does it? Yeah, she's you, not. She's yeah. not well. So, it, yeah, the loss of blood in it is starting to take its toll on her. So she's at that point, just as you said, she's trying to cock back her arrow. And at this point, John, who's Sarah's partner, comes to the house. I liked this bit. It was very intuitive of the killer to then pretend yeah, to be the police. Yeah, that, that, again, that was another great scene. He, the uh, killer essentially comes out, like, mask off, but it's been off for a while yeah. now. And he's got a torch in his hand and it looks like he's holding a gun. And he's saying to the boyfriend, well, I need your hands where I can see him. And by going in there like the dominant force, like if someone points a torch at you and says hands where you can see him, you are going to just assume it's a police, yeah. aren't you? So but- he, even though I think after that first 30 seconds of dialogue, he starts tripping over himself and making himself yeah. a little bit more. He's trying then, to over-explain why he's yeah, there, Yeah, and even the he? boyfriend catches on him. He, oh, he's he such starts, as fuck. Yeah, he's, he and is. I, and I like this. I like, I like the way it, it all unfolded. There wasn't, Someone didn't make a really big fuck up and it cost them yeah. a life. It was unfortunate timing. But John knows. John, like, after, as I say, after 30 seconds, it 
he would be a shit imposter. Yeah, the killer played it smart. Because he's trying to overcomplicate things. Yeah, the killer played it smart, and then the boyfriend played it smart. It was just unfortunate. It was Maddie. Yeah, Maddie banging on the Maddie door. Maddie fucked it. And then he got a fucking great kill, that knife to the neck. Oh, I really, in really and liked out. it. Yeah, it was so quick. Clean. It was a good kill. I really liked Straight it. Straight in the jugular. Yeah, it was gross, but it was good. But if she hadn't banged on that door... Yeah, he'd have killed him. He'd have killed or at least knocked him unconscious. Yeah, he'd have done summits and then it'd have all been all right. Yeah. God, I bet she'd have been well pissed off. So then it goes into Maddie, like, looking at the situation and she's like, right, okay. And she does this thing because before in the book... Well, before when she was talking to Sarah about a book, she was saying, I planned several different endings and yeah. then work it out in my head how it goes. And she starts doing that with her own life because it's, it's it's like a book at this point. How, did, like, you, how did you feel about the flash... Because fo- if the first... She has, like, these uh, visions of what would happen if she took this ending. Yeah. And the first one, I was a bit unclear on. I thought she was actually... Di- I thought she actually died when she gets on top it. of her and hit the rock. I wrote not keen on my notes, but I actually quite like the idea in my head, so I'm not sure why I wrote that. Do you remember... Breaking Dawn Part 2, and nobody knew it was... I mean, you haven't read the books, no. but Alice... Like, they all start tearing each other's heads off and everybody fucking dies, and it's it's a shitstorm. Is that the final and then, one? Yeah, and then Alice I've sort not, of, like, I've not seen back. it, but I watched a clip of it downstairs when Louise was watching it, and I remember what you mean, yeah, because he rips that guy's head off right away, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and like, like Edward gets his head ripped off, and then it's like, holy shit, but nobody knew it was a yeah. vision from Alice. It was like that, and yeah. I liked it, and it goes through several different endings but the rock one was vile that was some violent shit right there yeah. i was like oh that's gross there's there's not a lot i turn my head away in in horror but if it's something to do with teeth or it's somebody getting the head caved in yeah. i have to look away because it just makes me feel really gross uh he tries to kill the cat i was like do not kill that fucking <laughs> cat at this point i was sitting there like surely i would not sit i would remember if he killed that cat um but she shoots him. Nice shot. So she manages to cock it back. Yeah. And this this bit is vile as well. So she slides in to the sliding oh, door yeah. and he breaks her fingers. He slammed. Oh my God. Absolutely trashes her hand. Oh. But then is this, is this, this again is one of the empowering moments. Because I think just after this is, he's saying like, I'm going to come in now. Because at the start of the film, am I skipping ahead? No, this, I think mm. this is next. At the start of the film, uh, it's the same same sitting she's she's in the kitchen ish around the kitchen and is at the door and you can see how terrified she is and how much she's she's petrified she's scared she's worried she doesn't know what to do and he's kind of in control and then he the, she he managed she managed to shut the door and he's like now I'm going to come in because he said at the start I'm going to keep I'm going to keep messing yeah. with you and I'll come in when I want to come in I can come in at any point and then in the end he's like I'm coming in and she's like do it and he was like right now she, she's she's accepting in her head hasn't she? she she went through all the endings and thought I can't escape I can't hide it out I'm going to have to kill him I'm going to have to fight back yeah and then by her saying do it you just get the she writes it in her own blood as well yeah like, absolute just, badass yeah you just do that's it. what I mean she's a badass she, she really is a, a a good character I think yeah she is good I liked her um, whilst he's breaking in she describes how um, she, she describes him on a laptop and I thought this was quite sad, actually. It, was, yeah. it got me a bit emotional. And she was saying, you know, uh, she describes what he looks like. She's like, tattoo on neck. And then she also tells her parents that she died fighting. And yeah. that's, oh, God, that But that again, really I think like, that's quite an empowering thing to do, the way she does it. Like, right, he's not getting away with this. Like, this, Yeah, it's, it's either I'm going to kill him or he's going to kill get, me, but he won't get yeah, away with get it. Yeah, he'll get caught. And he, she ends up in the bathroom and she's sitting there like, holy shit there's some shit going down in a minute and she feels him breathe on the back of her neck yeah 
and he wouldn't this is what i mean so his disadvantage there is that he doesn't take into account how sensitive she a, a is sensitive she is yeah. to touch and so when he breathes on her neck she absolutely ninjas him she she just like he goes into stab her and then she swings yeah, around she swings and stabs around. him it's good absolute champion for someone who thinks a film's shit you quite into- no i don't like i i didn't like the film very much but i liked her i right. liked I liked what she did. And she looks like she's dead. So she sort of like, she goes to, I believe it's either, it's either get out of the house or ring the police. She goes to do something in the kitchen, but then falls down. And it's like she's dead and the killer's like, yes. Yeah. But instead she sprays him with wasp killer and then sets off the fire alarm, which... Puts him on a level playing field Puts him on a level level playing field. Yeah. And they have this massive fight they're sort of on the floor together. He, she gets a couple of punches, to be fair, mm. as well. He, he does absolutely lay her out at this point. But she grabs a corkscrew and just straight, straight in into neck. his neck. And, you know, for <laughs> I thought about this. So it was on about the, um, you know, the several endings where she's like, you know, you can't wait. You'll bleed out. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You'll bleed out. This is going to happen. You'll bleed out. For somebody who was going to bleed out at any second, she didn't do a bad fucking job throughout yeah. the rest of the film. But, it's adrenaline, though, I'd imagine. Yeah, she did good. Now, do you think it was planned that she fell over? I don't know. I think she knew he wouldn't be dead and he'd come after her and she pretended to fall down and that's when she used everything to her advantage. Well, with the, with the amount of planning she's done, it, don't, it won't. It, it's not like a stupid idea. To no, think she's of, sat and she's, planned this out. She's, for someone, he's, he's probably been planning this for weeks upon end. She's had since the moment he turned up at a door to plan it out, and she out she outsmarts him and outthinks him. Yeah. So it, it, that that could definitely be the case. Now this is really going to warp with you because I I researched this straight after I'd watched the film. We watched the film on Monday. Yeah. Was it just one of her endings? Because uh, it blacks out. I don't. I I think I I don't know. I'm going to say no. It wasn't just one of her endings. That is the ending. But I also think we'll never know because you can't really bring a sequel to that. I think that, excuse me, Bush is going to be the sequel. I just don't... I, I, and I, Bush I, is I the I think trilogy. if you bring a sequel to that, because there's no story to it, you are really starting to stretch it out, like, thin. I think if you... Because there was no link between the killer and Maddie or Maddie and a family, there's nothing it's really... It's so random. You'd feel like if, if they made a sequel and it was delving into the story of her and her ex, they're just money-grabbing at this point, like, which I suppose is what all sequels are. But there's nothing really that could make you think, oh, what happened next? Like, she's killed him, she survived, that's it, done. Because somebody said, and this is what threw me off, that they think she died on the kitchen floor. Mm. and like on a last moment she was planning out her ending but she actually died and I was like holy shit and that threw me off I'd, I, I'd, I'm going to go with that's the actual ending and then I also don't think that that killer is scary enough to warrant him surviving and coming back and trying to kill her he's mm. not that he wasn't scary the thought of what he was doing was scary I think there was nothing really that intimidating about him or scary no. once he took that mask off no. he genuinely did just look like your average person didn't he if you don't think that hush push and gush is not going to be the title of this episode you have got a well, storm it's in coming your, my it's friend. in your control it's in my control so behind the scenes okay so i couldn't find box office because it went straight it's to netflix, netflix it, yeah. it never went into cinema and i couldn't find the domestic intake either but i have got the budget so what are we thinking 12 million 
one million. I knew every fucking week I say low, <laughs> I go so much lower than what it actually is. So I thought, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna go be a bit higher. And I'd, I'd have fought around one million as well because it's only set in one scene. There's only about four yeah. actors in it. There's not, there's not really that much you need a budget no, there's on. There's no, there's not really many special effects. Yeah. It's fuck. I, that 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 was one that I could have got. I know. Shit. You should be embarrassed. I am. <laughs> right. So behind the scenes, the film contains less than fifteen minutes of dialogue due to Maddie being deaf. A lot of it. So that's it. Less than fifteen mm. minutes in that whole film. It was only filmed in eighteen days. Fuck that's off. all they had. Eighteen days, and they filmed it. So Kate Siegel, who's the I feel like I fucked that name up, but I'm going to go with it. Who's the writer and Mike Flanagan, who's the director, are both married and they role-played every scene in their house before writing it down to better envision how the characters would react. That's cool. Yeah. And Kate Siegel is also Maddie, so she plays the lead. There's only five living characters that appear in the film and Kate Siegel, who plays the lead Maddie, isn't actually deaf. And I don't know... I, I do want to pose this to you, actually. I uh, I want to know how you feel about it. So, there's been a lot of con- controversy, 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 controversy about Sia's recent film called Music, about and it's got Maddie Ziegler in it, who plays a severely autistic child. And how do you feel about deaf? The idea that they could have hired a deaf actress to play a deaf character, but they chose not to. What do you think about that? Because a lot of people were kicking off that she cast Maddie. Ziggler, like Sia did, as an autistic child, when an autistic child could have been portrayed, like, could have acted as the character. I'm, I'm not... I get where they're coming from, but at the same time, you, the actors, the, mm. the paid to act, the, the, like, a good actor can do anything, like, you, you can't get offended. Like, if you start saying that, then it's like, well, why is, why is a, a professional footballer not portraying this footballer in a football film, or... Do you know what I mean? It's like... I suppose it's not like exactly like that, but... Maybe there was some cast or or something, but um, not some cast, some audition, and mm-hmm. they just didn't make the cut. But no, I, th- I think I, th- I think a deaf person should be able to. Uh, I think she should be able to act as a deaf person. What you're gonna What you're gonna say next? Or oh, we need a blind person to play but in I this think film. It's, like, more, it's, it's more awareness because there's a lot of there are a lot of deaf actors, deaf professional actors out there. So. It's the idea. But, but of... I think they did it justice anyway. I didn't. Oh, I they did. That's, that's what I mean. I don't think you need a deaf actor to do the film to do the fact that she's deaf justice. Mm. Uh, I, no, I, I don't think people should get offended at that. But then it's twenty twenty one, and people get offended at and everything. And it's sort of the idea. You know, it, it, it's sort of the same account of you know, if a, if there's an actor in a wheelchair that can do just as good a job, if there's a scene in, or a film where the wheelchair is important and the person who is you know, yeah. maybe paralysed from the waist down or something, you know, should they really be portrayed by somebody who has got feeling in the legs and if somebody who is uh, paralysed from the waist down could play that part, should they play that part? It's not whether or not they can play the part. It's if, if they performed better than... If they auditioned better than Maddie Ziegler did or whatever her name was, mm-hmm. then yeah, but it's not like they've turned them down. It's maybe... Because maybe, she did kill the role. So I, I don't... I don't think people should be offended by that, but who am I to say what people should be offended at? Yeah, I can understand why they're offended. I d- but I've not. I can see. I can see why they're saying they're offended. Maybe I, I can... would be more more offended if I had that disability, but because I don't, I'm. 
I don't think you should be offended because they're not taking the piss out of it. I don't think you should you should be entitled to play a role just because they're portraying a disability that you might have. Mm. I don't know. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a broad one. I can see I th- what you're I think saying. The actors, the pay to act. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering because yes, it's, it's been in it's been in the news, and when I saw that she wasn't actually deaf, and you know, I have to Google whether yeah. she was deaf or not because she did, from my knowledge, do your, a good job. Is it your would you rather? Right. Yes. Oh, good. So it's not a would you rather <laughs> surprise Shock. surprise. So if you had to lose one of your senses oh. from birth, so I've got two. There's two side questions to this. Right. From birth, which one would you prefer to lose the most, and which one would you prefer to lose the least? Sight is the least. So from birth, you would prefer not to lose your sight. Yes. Yeah. I'd say from birth, hearing. I genuinely would. And you wouldn't mind losing your hearing. Because what you say, you got smell, taste, touch. S- smell, taste, touch. touch, hearing, sight. Yeah. Taste, you f- I feel like your life would be so dull if you couldn't taste anything. But you wouldn't know. I know, but that that's... Well, yeah, maybe taste then, that's one. Taste, so, yeah, because I wouldn't want to not be able to listen to music. So you'd be... You'd mostly prefer not to lose your sight, but you would, like, the least you wouldn't mind is... Yeah. Your, your taste yeah. right if next week you got into an accident where you lost one of your senses would those options change no so it'd still be I feel like if anything it'd be worse if you lost your sight part way through your life because now you know what you're missing yeah that's what I mean it'd be infinitely harder so to no lose. my options wouldn't change what about you I don't know I didn't think about this well, now's your time to think yeah I think I'd lose my I think it'd be the same yeah so taste if I had to from birth. And well, from... would my option change if it was, would I want to lose my taste from now because now I would know what I'm missing? Actually, like. I would probably, I'd ch- I change it, I'd take it out, lose my sense of smell for both. I'd Like, if I had to lose something, sense of smell. Smell kind of ties in with taste though, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. So if I can still taste it, I'd rather be able to taste it than smell it. Yeah. I feel like there's more negative connotations with smelling something. Yeah. Than there yeah, is. fair enough. And I've lived... Like without the sense of smell, I you know when I lost it in March, it wasn't nice, but it I got used to it and I still can't smell certain things. Mm. So yeah, I'd do that. Fair enough. Well, a good next week, there. grave encounters. Grave encounters next. I've seen week. a second, but not the first. I can't believe you've not seen the first, the first one. Are we? Yeah. So I look for. I actually quite look forward to that. Yeah, it is good. I like it. So thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye.